All right. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the 2021 NFL fantasy football season. I couldn't be more excited. Today, we are taking a look at the DraftKings NFL Week 1 salaries to put together what I like to call my first look lineup. All right, what's up, everyone? Kevin Allen here, a.k.a. The Geek from DFS Army. And today, we are putting together a first-look lineup. So we're just going to take a look at the DraftKings salary structure for NFL Week 1, 2021. That's right, you're on the right year. And we're just going to take a look, get a look at some of the odds, get a look at some value players, stuff like that. We are, as it says right here on screen, 286 hours away <laughs> from actual kickoff so lots will change between now and then but we've had salaries out for quite a few months already or for quite a few weeks already not months on DraftKings and there have been injuries so some values have emerged some significant values have emerged that we're going to look to take advantage of they'll probably wind up being extremely chalky I'm sure we'll change our approach a lot of times between now and uh actual kickoff but it's fun uh, here on, I guess it's Tuesday, August 31st, to take a quick look at the DraftKings salary system. Now, before we get started, I want to take a look at the games here. And this is the DFS Army Domination Station, and these are the game tiles. So one of the things I like to do is just get a quick look and see which games stand out from a high uh, total perspective. Those are usually the best games to target for fantasy scoring purposes. So a couple that stand out here. One I really love because it's high scoring and a close spread is this Titans Cardinals game. Um, Titans slight two and a half point home favorites here, 51 and a half point game total. That looks tempting. We know we have a lot of interesting weapons on both of these teams. We love Kyler Murray. We love Derrick Henry. We love Julio Jones. We love AJ Brown. Lots to love on both of these teams. A couple of ancillary players like Chase Edmonds. What's DeAndre Hopkins we love? What's A.J. Green going to do? I don't know. Interesting. Another game here that stands out is the Chiefs-Browns game week one. Now, the Browns have had a pretty good defense, but that hasn't slowed the Chiefs down ever. Um, so I don't really think I'm worried about it. 53-point total, highest total of the week. The Browns will unleash the offense when needed. So this game does have the potential to have a lot of points being scored on both ends. And there's a good chance that if the Browns fall behind, they're not going to be able to lean on Nick Chubb and kind of go with that slow offense approach. There's certainly a game flow that does involve, you know, them slowing the game down, but got to like this situation for high fantasy totals. Um, a couple others that we could take a look at, of course, uh, anytime the bills are on a slate, we want to be interested in the Bills offense. Josh Allen is a scoring machine. His best week of the season, possibly last week, came against a very, very good Miami defense. So it's not like I'm going to be scared of the Steelers defense here. Ben Roethlisberger, on the flip side, loves to throw the football a lot of times. So lots of back and forth potential in that game. Some names, of course, Deontay Johnson, Chase Claypool, we really love from the Steelers this season. Um, Diggs and Josh Allen are the obvious plays from. Buffalo, and we'll see if we can identify some secondary plays there, but that's more of a full week. 
breakdown. So just a couple of games that stand out here. And maybe the Packers Saints stands out a little bit as well. 50 point game total. So these are going to be the games we're really going to want to focus on. But there's also some players that we're going to want to focus on. And one of the things I always do, even before I ever start making any kind of a lineup, is I'm going to go to the Domination Station Optimizer and just see where our projections are today. Again, these will change massively between now and the start of the season. Some of the news hasn't even necessarily been baked in. The Cam Newton news from today. We're going to get bumps to the projections for Jacoby Myers and Nelson Aguilar, I'm sure, as we and, and whatever tight end is healthy for the Patriots. So we'll get a little bit of that as Mac Jones is a much better fantasy um, play as an example than Cam Newton. Uh, is in terms of the ancillary wide receivers and the position players. But one of the things I like to do is go position by position and just kind of sort by value to get an idea of who's popping. So there's Mac Jones. He's popping. Of course, Teddy Bridgewater, some of the cheap guys, some of the starters who are who are kind of priced cheap, like Bridgewater, we didn't know he'd start. He's priced down. Don't love the game total there. Not a great rating, but he's priced down a little bit this week. Joe Burrow is going to be of interest to a lot of people, although I have my concerns to... Not sure if he's fully healed up from his injury last year, but um, he's going to stand out a little bit here for the Bengals. And all of the Bengals offense actually stand out quite a bit in this game. Zach Wilson, I don't think is going to be somebody that a lot of people play, but he's looked good in the preseason. No reason that can't keep it going. Jalen Hurts, um, a lot of you guys know I'm really high on Hurts this year. I think he's got a really safe floor with what he does with his legs. That's a guy I'm going to be very interested in, and you can get him for a 1000 less than uh, Josh Allen, for example. Fitzpatrick is priced down a little bit here as well. So lots of value week one, guys. Lots of value available. Kyler Murray, of course, in a standout game, 7,600. We'll have to see if we can afford him. At running back, you know, just a quick standout. So looks like Joe Mixon is actually standing out quite a bit. Alvin Kamara... Um, should get a ton of receptions with no wide receiver talent um, to speak of on the Saints. So that should be pretty interesting. But it's also really interesting that none of the running backs really are exploding off the screen as incredible values. Here's Chris Carson in a rough matchup against that Colts defense. Austin Eckler, rough matchup against uh, Washington here. So should be interesting to see how we break down the running back group. I actually thought that James Robinson would stand out a lot more than he does right now. But I think those numbers can go up a little bit. And uh, I do kind of like a James Robinson here. He's a real incredible value over on FanDuel. And we'll take out the wide receiver position. So, you know, some names that we've been talking about all offseason are standing out as extreme values. Marquez Callaway, I think, will be very chalky week one. Marvin Jones Jr. looked like the lead wide receiver for the Jaguar Jaguars in an incredible matchup. T. Higgins here standing out against the Vikings. So uh, a lot of interesting standout wide receivers as well. We're going to have to see what we can afford. Corey Davis had a really good preseason for the Jets. I'm actually really interested in him regardless of the value. So without further ado, let's take a look at DraftKings. We'll go position by position and see if we can um, put together a lineup that we really like here for week one. Now, um, I've got the Fantasy Football Millionaire contest open. That's 119,000 entries, $5 entry, really cool tournament. They do this for week one every year. A lot of times it doesn't fill. So um, this will be one that I'll be very excited by. If you're going to enter a contest with 1.2 million entrants, you damn well better be contrarian with it. So this lineup won't specifically be for that. But 
I like this contest. So we'll talk more about building lineups for these type of contests in another video. I'll have tutorials going for using the domination station, creating stacked lineups, everything. The next two weeks over at DFS Army are going to be incredible because we're going to go into a lot of basic training stuff, get our basics down this week, remind ourselves of the approaches to daily fantasy football, bankroll management, all of that good stuff. Um, you know, building correlated lineups, got new swag. Hell yeah. So we'll be going into all of that this week in preparation for next week when we dive into the actual um, heart of this week's slate. So be prepared for that. What tools do we have? We're building, we're constantly building new tools, guys. We're constantly improving our offerings. It's it's an obsession for me. Um, so you'll see a lot of the, the new stuff being rolled out here. Uh, one of my favorite things is our prop player props tool. It's awesome. Kind of comparing props against our projection models to see where they fall. Um, we've added ceiling projections in the domination station. We've beefed up our correlative stack approach as well. So lots of good stuff coming. Let's see what we got here. And um, all right, let's get right into it, guys. So let's start. I I, I guess we could start at the wide receiver, uh, the QB position. And there's a lot of good plays this week. Like I said, I don't generally love to spend up at QB, but the, the spend up QBs all look really good. Josh Allen, Kyler Murray, Pat Mahomes, all always good plays. Um, Kyler Murray in particular is in an excellent matchup. Pat Mahomes is just always good to play. So these guys are all of interest. Russell Wilson at Indianapolis, you know, last season he started off the, the season fire. So, I mean, that's certainly uh, a possibility. Aaron Rodgers with a chip on his shoulder looks interesting, but let's go for a little bit of a, actually, let's go for a little bit of a pay down situation at running back at, at wide at QB. And then we'll figure out if we can move our way up at the position group. So I usually like to start with one of the cheapest viable plays and one of the guys i really like and i know uh, don't don't call me a homer don't call me a homer but in a big tournament i don't mind starting out with zach wilson he's looked really good in the preseason for the jets he's looked like the game isn't above him he's thrown for touchdowns the jets improved their wide receiver core now this probably won't last me this entire first look lineup and and i would also say mac jones at 4400 is is a viable choice But I'm going to throw my boy Zach Wilson in here. And part of the reason is because I like the cheapness of his pass catcher. So we can create a pretty inexpensive stack here with Wilson. So we'll start with Zach Wilson, uh, even though that game isn't necessarily um, projecting for a massive score. I just think, you know, Darnold, there's a lot of narratives here. 44 and a half point total, not the best, but a lot of narratives here. But it's more an affordability thing. I I'd like to find my way up to Jalen Hurts if we can. So let's see where we get to at the bounce as this lineup is created. All right, let's take a look at wide receiver next. And I'm going to go back over to my projection sheet and just I want to see, remember, remind myself of the extreme values. Uh, Marquez Callaway, I think, is a locked in play week one at 3,400. Marvin Jones Jr., I really like a lot as well. Um, he looks like the WR1 for the Jaguars. And, you know, it, the rating is really good. So great matchup, great situation. T. Higgins. Another one that stands out here. So we see some standout plays. Elijah Moore at 3K for the Jets. How about that? I think it might be too early week one to play him, but we'll see. Take a look down the list and see if anybody else stands out. Jerry Judy under with um, Teddy Bridgewater under the helm. 
could be really interesting. All of the Bengals wide receivers seem really cheap here. Corey Davis of the Jets, I like. He looked great. He looks like the alpha in the preseason, but you don't know. You don't know if that will carry over into the regular season. Then, of course, our standbys, our studs, the DK Metcalfs, Terry McLaurin, I really like a lot this year. So there's a lot of really um, interesting week one potential plays. Odell Beckham in a game where the Browns will have to throw. A lot of people forgot about Justin Jefferson. He could just smash out of nowhere. So a lot of really good potential plays. Let's match up. Let's match up a, a wide receiver with our quarterback to start so we can put in a Corey Davis here. And um, again, I really like Jacoby Myers this season. I don't think we got as much of a bargain on him as I would have liked with Mac Jones starting or, or taking over as the starter for the cut Cam Newton. I would have liked more than that. Um, Nelson Aguilar here, but I think Marquez Calloway. The ultimate. Got to play this, take this value. We take Jones Jr. So a lot of this is really just starting at the bottom of reasonable players that you might want to play this week and then building from there. So we won't end this way, but this is kind of a bottom-up build, basically meaning who are the cheapest guys that I'm comfortable playing at each position. And then we figure out how to upgrade from there. Eventually, we'll get our ownership projections going for week one. Then we can really actually figure out a more chalky lineup approach. So um, interestingly, when we sort tight end by fantasy points per dollar, it's Kyle Pitts who stands out at 4,400 as the best value on the slate. We don't really know how much playing time he'll get or how involved he'll be, but you know what? As much as I don't love a rookie tight end in their first game, and it's hard to pass up on Kyle Pitts at 4,400. Of course, I want to play Travis Kelsey. I'm going to want to play Travis Kelsey every week. So, you know, I don't think it's very sexy to play Travis Kelsey, but I, I want to play him every week. There's a lot of really good potential plays. Logan Thomas was a volume machine to end the season last year. Check out these numbers. I mean, 16 targets, 12 targets, nine and six. I'll take that from a medium priced tight end. But I also do like, here's Robert Tunyon. I mean, you know, he's a touchdown scorer. Let's see if there's anybody really cheap that we can feel comfortable with. Yeah, I mean, like an Anthony Ferkser, if we wanted to pay down, I think is reasonable. I'm going to leave Pitts in here. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I, yeah, I mean, Ferkser's a great play. They don't have anybody else. He's cheaper. If we need the, if we need the salary, you know, I don't mind Ferkser. I don't mind Gerald Everett, but Ferkser, I definitely don't mind. Robert Tunyon, Logan Thomas, Kyle Pitts. So any one of these guys kind of stand out. Now, one thing I always do with every team, every time I draft is, listen, I pay down on defense, guys. That's just what I do. So I'm looking for the cheapest viable defense this week. I'm looking right down here at the bottom. Okay, Texans, no. Now, as much as the Texans are going up against a rookie quarterback, actually, I, I don't hate the play, but I think the Texans are in it to lose it. They, they are going up against a rookie quarterback. Falcons, what if they don't suck on defense? What if... Jalen Hurts isn't very good. So I like the Dolphins at min, uh, at the Falcons at min salary. Save us a little money. Look how much we have remaining. This is this is not by accident. This is on purpose. We start with the cheapest viable plays. Then we're going to work our way up. That's how I build lineups for myself. That's how it's done. So first figure out the cheapest plays you're comfortable at at every position, and then we'll upgrade from there. So I put the Falcons in on defense. 
if somebody wanted to play, you know, the Texans against rookie against a rookie opponent, I'm fine with it. Where else can we get some leverage here? I mean, Jets defense, just because Sam Darnold is starting for Carolina, is viable. Jacksonville, because Houston is garbage at QB right now. Um, Miami going up against a rookie. So a few viable pay down options. I don't really like the payups. I guess San Francisco at Detroit. Eh. New England, Miami doesn't impress me. I guess it's fine. I'm not paying up for that. Giants, Denver. I don't get why Giants are are priced up. Um, Carolina, yeah, it doesn't really make any sense to me. So I don't really see any reason to pay up at defense in week one. We want to stick with this group down here. I won't be upgrading that. All right, let's take a look at the running back position. So we'll start at the top. Obviously, I always want to play Christian McCaffrey. He's in a great spot. Jets defense, not very good. Love to have him in there. Dalvin Cook against the Bengals, also great. Nothing wrong with that. I'm going to favor these two over Derrick Henry at the same price just because Henry, you know, has that floor of, you know, eight or nine points because they don't throw to him very often. Alvin Kamara, like, there's no Michael Thomas, and we've seen in the past that the Saints without Michael Thomas throw a ton to Kamara. It's just what they do. Um, Jonathan Taylor at AK, fine. I mean, there's a lot of good plays. It's going to be hard to actually narrow down who we want to go with here. Um, I definitely, you know, Swift is a little bit hurt, not messing with that. I don't like to play anybody against Washington, so not messing with that. Uh, Saints defense, very, very good. Aaron Jones, really just a, a tournament play. Um, similar for me for Elaire. Uh, Cleveland defense is very good. Miles Sanders, not enough volume there to really justify the salary level, but a good matchup. Could put up 20-plus points, no question. James Robinson, I love a lot. Going up against the worst um, defense in the league. I think Jacksonville will lean on him, and I really like this play, so I'm going to put him in at 6,400. Again, we have a lot of salary left, so we'll be able to just you know close our eyes and put in Dalvin Cook and put in Christian McCaffrey. We could fill out our lineup like that, but we're not going to. We're still going to look for some value so we can maybe upgrade on some of these wide receiver spots. All right, so let's let's keep looking through. Joe Mixon is really interesting week one. Um, he actually is popping as one of our best values. If he gets a full week, he's healthy week one. I kind of like what Joe Mixon can do. I think he's got as much upside as anybody. Leaves us with 14K, one position left. So I'm going to fill that out, and then we'll upgrade around some of these spots, guys. So again, what we're kind of looking at here is what I call more of a minimum um, viable product. Let's put it like that, like like a, a bottom-up approach to lineup building where we're, we're kind of looking at the cheapest guys that we're comfortable with, and we move up from there. So here's another guy I really love at running back this week, uh, Antonio Gibson, 5,900. It's just a little underpriced for what the situation is. Gibson is heavily involved in that offense. Chargers not specifically great against the run, and Washington's at home. I, I really like Gibson week one. So what does this leave us with? We filled out a full lineup where I'd be comfortable probably rolling this lineup straight up, but we've got a lot of salary left, 8,200. So we can improve in some spots. Now, I don't want to mess with Marcus Callaway. I think he's good chalk. So let's take a look at this spot. We, we pull Marvin Jones Jr. Marvin Jones Jr. can have a great week as well, but let's see if we can upgrade to one stud wide receiver somewhere. So we've got Calvin Ridley. I mean, Calvin Ridley. 
he's going to do well. Love Tyreek Hill. Devontae Adams, of course. So any one of these really, I think, represents a really strong stud play. And we can go with, um, let's see, you know, A.J. Brown, not my favorite. D.K. Metcalf is a touchdown machine. Stefan Diggs at 7,600 really stands out to me. And also DeAndre Hopkins. Now, let's say we want to do one of these two. I think I'm going to switch up the quarterback as well to match it. So let's do a Kyler Murray, DeAndre Hopkins, sort of Tennessee, Arizona situation. Now, if I do this, I kind of want to bring it back with a player from Tennessee. Let's see if we can afford anybody. Really can't. That's not going to work. So, But straight up, though, I do like my boy Deontay Johnson right there. Perfectly good play at 6,300. Get Chase Claypool in there and, and upgrade somewhere else as well. Another spot that I really would love to upgrade would be just paying up a tight end. So let's see if, what, what it looks like when we try that. Doesn't work with Kyla Murray. We'd have to go back to Zach Wilson probably. Or we could do this. Again, I don't like spending up at QB generally, but we could pull it off with Marvin Jones. And we got 6K left to spend at the wide receiver position. So Mayuk, Robbie Anderson. Ooh, Jarvis Landry would be really interesting in a in a sort of so this is a really interesting game stack scenario. We've got Mahomes, Kelsey, Jarvis Landry, comeback, some value at the wide receiver position, and three really, really strong running backs. How about that? How about that? Catch me outside. First look lineup. We could switch. Mahomes, Kelsey, Landry. We'll take a look at one of the other games that looks exciting. Let's say, um, all right, let's go back to the Titans, but we'll do a little contrarian version. We go with Ryan Tannehill. We go with Brown. That's a very expensive price point for Brown. 8,900, we could still smash um, Travis Kelsey here at tight end. We could also switch it up, go from Marvin Jones Jr. to my boy DeAndre Hopkins, creating a full game stack, contrarian, pretty ideal for this fantasy football millionaire where everybody will be on Kyler Murray. We switch it up. We go with Tannehill Brown, DeAndre Hopkins, Fill out the tight end position. Logan Thomas, Kyle Pitts, whatever you want. All good. First look lineup. That's a tournament lineup, guys. All right. That's going to do it. We're going to keep it brief. We took a look at the salary structure for DraftKings week one. Obviously, a ton more data will come out before week one kicks off. But it's a fun look at some potential lineup approaches this week early on. Love the trio of running backs right here. But of course, you know, there's a lot to like week one. Everybody's healthy. Everybody's good. A lot of good matchups. So, I mean, Christian McCaffrey probably going to put up 30 plus points. So we'll we'll have a lot of time this week to mess with these approaches. But I'm just excited to get the blood boiling back for NFL. Remember, if you're not signed up at DFS Army yet, I don't know what you're waiting for. We are in 
basic training week now. If you go to actually DFS Army, I'm going to show you this right here for my DFS Army subscribers. If you go to the NFL tab and you click on basic training, this is where we have all the basic training videos, how to construct lineups, how to win showdowns, showdown primer, basic stacking, how to stack, why you stack, contest selection, how to use the ladder system. So we're refreshing everything. Get signed up at DFS Army as a VIP. Use promo code GEEK if you're not already there. If you are already there, get in the basic training room and start to go through these tutorials. Good luck, everyone. I'll be back with a FanDuel first look lineup later in the week.